Hello and welcome to another Trust the Wizards gig review podcast. I'm Kicker of Ells and I'm here preparing to meet up with my fellow wizard, Rebel Rickett, to see indie punk rock legend Slater Kinney performing at the Albert Hall. Uh, no, not that one, the one in Manchester. Um, so last year, I uh, saw the original lineup of Corinne Tucker, Carrie Brownstein and Janet Weiss uh, end an eight-year hiatus by reforming. And this year they've given us a wonderful new eighth album in No Cities to Love with its eight new tracks. Well, actually, okay, it's ten new tracks. And although I'm expecting and indeed hoping to hear a lot from the new album tonight, I'm also keen to hear tracks from across their impressive back catalogue. Of course, the the band famously exploded into the midst of the Riot Girl movement back in 1995 um, with their self-titled debut. Uh, and although I heard John Peel play tracks like Be Your Mama and Don't Think you're don't think you wanna don't think you wanna uh I didn't really get into the band until their third album uh which is dig me out and uh which I can still say that is, even now is is my favorite it came out a couple of years later and I think it's probably the apex of their punkier sound um it's got songs like little babies words and guitar um, Dance Song 97 all of those it would be absolutely fantastic to hear um, many fans will tell you many fans of the band will tell you that uh, the band just got better and better across their uh, releases um, and so after Dig Me Out we had The Hot Rock uh, All Hands on the Bad One one beat, and then finally the woods. And I suppose uh, it's true to say that they they definitely refined and, and their sound. And uh, I suppose they they were technically more proficient, but they they still managed to maintain a, a punky root feel. Um, and the constant, of course, being that uh, their at times brutal lyrics coming across, which combined um, a clear feminist position. I suppose you could say, with, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say social realism. Um, and so, songs like The Size of Our Love, A Quarter to Three, Band from the End of the World, um, well, oh, Number One Must Have, You're No Rock and Roll Fan, Milkshake and Honey, Funeral Song, Modern Girl, I could keep going. Um, all of these would be in my dream set list. Um, now I, I do realise actually that I've I've skipped over their second album, um, and before you <coughs> call the doctor, let me just say that uh, songs like "I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone" and "My Stuff" would also be on that list. Um, anyway, I think it's uh, it's fair to say that uh, the album that I'm really loved by this band, before their new one, of course, uh, was uh, 1997's "Dig Me Out." And so I think it's about time I shut up and we heard a song by Slater Kinney. This is Little Babies. I'm the water, I'm the dishes, I'm the
Now, I think it's only fair that we uh, we consider briefly um, the new album, which is called No Cities to Love, uh, which, bes- despite my having only listened to it, well, let's say not nearly enough, uh, I would, I'm going to put it right up there in certainly top, my top three Slater Kinney albums. Um, loads of really good stuff on there, loads of standout tracks that um, transcend the, the, the bands that we, we had. I mean, the... the Wild Flag, of course, uh, had a great album. Really liked it. me and Rebel both really enjoy stuff from that. Um, but nevertheless, it's when the the Slater Kinney get together. Um, it's it's just some chemistry happens, and uh, you can hear it all over this new record. Even from right from the beginning, the opening track, Price Tag, it just reminds us as if we needed reminding this. This has always been a, a politically aware band, and. Uh, Throughout the album, we've got the the lyrics, or sorry, the the voices of, of Tucker and Brownstein uh, merging together as they always did, quite quite brilliantly um, on tracks like "Bury Our Friends." That's a, an, one of my early favourites there, and it sounds as great as ever. Um, I've read a few reviews of the album, and it has been critically acclaimed, of course. Um, but my my favourite description of it. Uh, was where it was described as a comfortingly familiar slap in the face, um, which I take as a good thing. Uh, it's certainly comforting to hear that tremendous guitar sound, and I'm presuming that they are still bassless. Um, anyway, it's a it's a formidable comeback uh, album. If that's what it is, is it a comeback album or is it just the next album? Um, and I'm really looking forward to hearing it played live tonight. I did miss seeing the band when they were first first around, and uh, it's great to have this opportunity now. So I'm going to be uh, setting off shortly to go and meet up with Rebel, and if we have a chance, we'll get his views as well before before the gig. Um, but otherwise, we'll be down the front for some long overdue moshing, or perhaps more realistically, we'll be quite near the front watching some particularly fine young per- people doing their moshing. Um, anyway, in the meantime, here's, here's uh, the title track. Let's play the title track, which I think is very Patti Smithy, uh, Patti Smith sounding. Uh, title track from their new album, No Cities to Love. Here's Slater Kinney again. Sorry, not No Cities to Love, No Cities.
uh, anticipated. I'm I'm here with Rebel Rickett, and we're we're sat in the centre of Manchester, uh, awaiting uh, time to go and see Slater Kinney. Now, I'm going to ask you, Rebel Rickett. Can I just say first? Oh yes. Good evening, Kickervels. Oh. Good evening, listener. Okay. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's Thank nice you. to have you here too. So tell us, uh, what are you anticipating this evening? A rock show. A rock oh, yes. show. A rock loud. With ro- loud, loud female. Riffage. Uh, oh, plenty of riffage, yeah. 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 I, I'm wondering what the crowd's going to be like. I think it's going to be full. It's sold out, I'm they, told. They're, they're popular these, aren't they? Well, they were very popular in the in the nineties yeah. um, and the noughties. Yeah. Um, this is the, their reform, reformed band. That's been oh, I don't know, eight, eight, eight years since they've made a record. I think I think they've got a hardcore fan base. Certainly. What I don't understand though is if they were that popular, ninety five, two thousand five. You say, yeah. you know, and and sort of critically acclaimed all over the world. Yeah. Why had I not heard of them? Well, it's because they're a band. Okay. Okay. Um, um, and that fits in that category, doesn't it? Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> a band who's made a lot of music I that see. a lot of people like that yeah. you've never heard. But you yeah. have heard them now. You've, you've been doing some research, haven't you? A lot of research, yeah. Mm. Uh, full, well, it was difficult because, uh, obviously, you'd forced me to listen to two tracks. Only two? Uh, yeah, yeah. Little Babies. Oh, yeah. And another one which I can't remember the name. Oh, there's Little Helper! That was it, yeah, yes. that was it. And then I was so impressed by them that I felt I had to go and find out a lot more. Okay. Uh, and um, I searched on uh, for, for some free music uh, through uh, various uh, BitTorrent sites, yes. obviously. And I couldn't find anything. No, so you stymied. Yeah, I was, so I gave up. Yes. I gave up, and that okay. must have been four years ago. <laughs> right, OK. Well, th- since then, of course, uh, you have heard the new album. Absolutely. And I, I bought it, I might say. I might ask. And what do you make of it? Very, very impressed. Mm. Very impressed. I, I, first, you know, my one reservation was that her voice... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Lead singer? Well, there are two lead singers, aren't there? Well, yeah, but there's a main one. Yeah. It's a bit squeaky, anyway. Karen. <laughs> Karen. Corinne Car- Ka- and Carrie. Ka- Corinne. Corinne, I think. Corinne and mm. Carrie. Mm. Well, one of them yeah. sings a, bit, a lot. and it's a bit just, yelpy. It's a bit high-pitched. <laughs> it's a bit yelpy. But that's great, isn't it? Hey, when you get used to it. Yeah. Well, and also, when I, when I did purloin the full back catalogue, <laughs> um, in preparation for this concert, I might add, yes. uh, I found it a bit difficult to get into initially. All right. Okay. Uh, because I started... That, you, How did you start listening? Did you try and listen to it chronologically, or...? You told me to start with that LP. Is it hot? Dig me out. Or other? Oh, dig me out, was it? Right, OK. Yeah. Um, I, but I couldn't. Oh, oh no. For, for various <laughs> no, copyright no. reasons. <laughs> and so then I just tried... I, I, I tried to do it album by album, because, but I couldn't see the, where the progression was going. Oh, and right. the one is it called Wood something or other? The Wood, yeah. The Wood, yeah. yeah. So I started that one, I thought, this is probably isn't the best place to start. And then I gave up. Now, oh, dear. but, but, then, in, as, as the gig got like closer... Like the listener is doing right now. <laughs> as the gig got closer, I thought, I know what I'll do, I'll just put it on shuffle. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, when you listen, headphones, unshuffle, mm. so many great tracks come up. Yeah, that one. Really, really impressive. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you want to hear? Tonight, I want to hear mm. our price tag, yeah, which well, is kind of... the new album, yeah. yeah well, well, it's I... the opener of the new album, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, and we, we feel that it's likely to be the opener of the concert as well. It has been on the tour, hasn't it? Well, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, you're absolutely great song, yeah. No Cities to Love off the new album as well. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. I can't the believe... Cities. Yes, I'll, I'll go with that. Uh, Roller Coaster. Again, mm. I was listening to these and I thought, I must write these down, mm. the songs I like, but now mm. I'm saying them, I can't remember where they go. No. So, so the, the... It's a strong album. I mean, there's nothing to dislike, is there, to be fair? On, on on that one, yeah. no. 
There are. You go back. You, you, you're having a quick look there on your your list. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. You've mentioned yeah. the funeral song in the past yeah. that you like. You you've, you've obviously mentioned about one beat, haven't you? The album one beat. Their response to nine eleven. Yeah, it's, it's probably not my favourite album of theirs. No, I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> well, I would not have gone that far. Um, but but no, some, I mean, but funeral song. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. But I was reading it. Against the backdrop of nine eleven, and I'm thinking, how is this really sort of a tribute? What was the attitude? You know, like Bruce Springsteen had this whole thing about there should be a feeling of redemption, mm. and they they were acclaimed for addressing nine eleven, but I wasn't exactly sure what how? their take on it mm. was. It's like so, combat rock seems to be critical of the American government, mm. but nine eleven. I mean, there's many things you can criticise the American government for, but I don't think you can really criticise them for flying planes into the world trade. You know, conspiracy theories. Um, but, yeah, they, they, but I don't know if that's where they're coming from. They, they, I, I they, sense not. I think they released a track at the time as well, a non-album track. I can't remember what it's called, but it, it was uh, uh, very critical of, of Bush. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the song was, which wasn't on the album, which is which is a good song. I can't, but as I, said, I can't remember it. Um, but nevertheless, one beat. I like the title track on that, but on the funeral song. But otherwise, it's not my favourite album. Yeah, it, it felt just a, a little bit weak because then because the, the, the sound is always really full. Right, yeah. Always cranking guitars, as you say, no bass, um, <laughs> no bass, <laughs> but, but yeah. plenty of riffage. Well, interesting. One of the guitars is detuned, isn't it, to make it give it a bit more of a bassy feel? See, you know much more than I do. I wouldn't right. have a clue about that. Yeah, I think that's the case. But anyway, so the, the I think the the, the key thing, yeah. key song I want to hear tonight, yeah. the yeah. one that I'm going to scream all the way through, oh dear, yeah. is words and guitar. Yeah, great song. Yeah, words and guitar, and yeah. and to be fair, I guess looking at like. That is probably my favourite album, the Dig Me album. Oh, yeah, there you go. You see, you and I, we, are, we come from the same place, don't we? Well, yeah. we don't, actually, but we we come from the same musical place. Spiritual place. Yeah, spiritual, yeah. yeah. Well, shall we shall we stop this gibbering and play Let's... play words and guitar? Here's Sleater Kinney with words and guitar.
have just come out of the uh, Albert Hall in Manchester to yeah. watch from watching Slater Kinney. Slater Kinney, yeah. Slater Kinney. We, we have established it is Slater, not Slater. Yeah. Uh, so quite a few people behind us got that wrong. <laughs> in fact, the band themselves probably did. Which is unfortunate. But uh, fantastic gig. Uh, it was it was earthquake weather. There, 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 <laughs> there was a riot girl going on. Oh, very good. And the walls of sound came tumbling down. They did. Now, before we get into uh, talking about Slater Guinea, though, we should uh, perhaps mention the support band, who were a local band. The Pins. I think Pins. I don't know. I, I think no, The. No, I think it was The Pins. Are you sure? Because their Twitter handle is The Pins. Oh, OK. I think I may have made that, I but like, the point I mean, stands. I like the idea of them being Pins, like Pixies. Mmm. Mmm. Well, I'll tell you what, they did well. I don't know, I don't know how Slater Kinney managed to find a group so in tune with the oeuvre. Uh, well, they were an all-girl band. They were very much all-girl. Yeah, and uh, I, I felt that they, they had a bit of a, a velvety underground, velvet underground vibe about them in some, some ways. I thought they had a very Slater Kinney vibe. Well, well as well, but I, I thought a velvet underground where instead of Lou Reed leading them, it's uh, Mo Tucker. Perhaps, perhaps, but very much more Tucker on the drums. Well, yes, and what a drummer. She smashed her drum in, what, the second song? Second song, she could fill it, yes, kick those kids. <laughs> Is that a term? Smash, well, I was going to say, that I think bashing the skins sounded a bit coarse <laughs> for a night like this. Yeah, well, good, I'm glad you didn't say that. Yeah, they were very good, and, uh, they, I mean, they, they were a little bit slower than a lot of the Slate Kinney stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, they weren't quite as rocky, were they? And they no, have, more sort of tribal. Tribal. I thought the drums were a bit tribal at times. Oh yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, five five uh, harmonising vocals. Yes. Against uh, quite a hard driving rock sound. That's right. Yeah. Was very pleasing indeed. It, it was. Yeah. I, I couldn't make out a lot of what they were saying, but I'm, I'm sure it was. Uh, no. No. Suitably political. Well, I, I, I wrote rock and roll might save us yet. <laughs> Did you? So that's fairly inspired, isn't it? And I think they, yeah. they got more and more rock and roll as, as the piece went on. They played a cover version as well, which you seem to recognise. Uh, uh, there was the... Uh, Misfits. The Misfits, yeah. I recognise the name of the band. Oh, right. Exactly. That's about as far as my recognition oh, okay. went, unfortunately. The, uh, the, that was very good. Yeah, but, I mean... I think you said that um, it was sounding a bit samey, sort of early doors. It did, but by it, the time yeah. they got to the end of the set, yeah, they were it, was, out, it yeah. was really powerful. No, I'd definitely go and see them again. They were, they were, and they were a supercharged Shirelles. Yes, they did play a very sixties girl yeah. band type thing towards the end of the day. It was good song, that. I don't know what that was called. What then? No, 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 no. Oh. Sorry, I just remembered the line. Was it? Was it? You said you're sorry, but I don't give a shit. I was like, what, what was the line? Yeah. Did, you know, did you note that down? No. <laughs> did you not? Heard it all before. Ah, yes, the party song. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it all before. I'm sure you got it. <laughs> Where's the that effect? <laughs> so, listener, there you have it. <laughs> Check yeah. that out. You can't get more in-depth than that. Not really, no. Anyway, but, should we talk about the main app? Because they were tremendous. Well, they were, a ba- they were a band that doesn't have any bases covered. And yet, covered all the bases. I see what you did there. I'm referring to the fact that they had no bass at all. No. Do you think there was a lot of James Brown on the stage? A lot of James Brown? A lot of James Brown on the I stage. I didn't think there was any James Brown on the well, stage. Well, as soon as they came out, and, and forgive me, you know the names of the two front yes. ladies in the band. Yes, yes, yes. And so you're going to tell me right now, aren't you? Uh, well, yeah, Corinne, Corinne Tucker. She had left that side. Uh, she was on, on our, our right. Okay. And Carrie Brownstein was on the, our left. Carrie? Yes. Snake legs. Well, she was giving some high kicks with that guitar playing that were a, a pleasure to be a lot of moves that's what I'm saying James Brown as soon as she came out I see what you're saying yeah. I know, like, yeah. she's moving like James Brown yeah there was sort of the shuffling rubbery legs yeah. 
the shakes, the yes, kicks. Yes. She's fantastic. And, and not, not only was she doing all that, she played the hell out of her guitar, oh, didn't she? Well, I mean, if you can do that with with your moves, yeah. If you can play your guitar without looking at it, riffing <laughs> away like crazy, and then stun it to the microphone. Well, and I'll tell you what, this, band, this band are going places. <laughs> you heard it here last. <laughs> they play price tag. They, well, they opened with Price Tag, didn't they? Which is off the new album. Um, and that worked really well, didn't it? Well, to be fair, I mean, the, the, the crowd were really up for it. They, well, said, they said at the end, they said at the end, it's the best gig of the tour so far. Yeah. And I'm, I really believe that when a band says that. No. But I did tonight. Well, it, it, it was sold out and it was jam-packed. But we had an, an excellent spec, didn't we? Oh, fantastic spec, yeah. Because we were up on the balcony, at the front of the balcony, yeah. overlooking the mosh pit. Well, they didn't really mosh, but they, they, they did bounce around a bit. It was a polite mosh pit, I thought. Yeah, but it was, it was jam-packed sardines they were, weren't they? They were packed with sardines. And, uh, and, and of course you can stand up all, all the way through the concert <laughs> well, some, there was some doubt about whether you should stand up but we, we decided that actually you should yeah but we, we had a, a difficult situation where a uh, I say a bouncer security gentleman yeah, asked us to sit down well I spoke to me spoke to you yeah yeah I mean, I, I, well the funny thing was he didn't say a word to me so I no. said, well but, you, you looked a bit too tough he did. No, not thinking you did. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah. And uh, because there were some people behind us said that yeah. they're standing up and we can't see. Yes. But a... in a supercharged punk rock concert, yeah. I thought the ethics would be that you probably would have to stand up. No, I up. think you'd have to stand up. Uh, well, and, and I kept, we came out and I, and I said, I've just, just said to you, in fact, that, that there was a tense atmosphere. Not a negatively tense atmosphere, yeah. but, but there was because, as I say, super highly charged. Yeah. Um, throughout the, the Slater Kinney set, yeah. you know, the, there was clearly a, a, an audience who knew the stuff, yeah. knew the songs, loved the band. Yeah. I would say a vast majority of that band, that, sorry, that audience, would probably say that they've just seen their favourite band. Yeah. It had that feel about it, didn't it? It did, and, and well, you say the tension because there's definite tension in their voices. There's a lot of shouting going on for a start. Well, I thought the voices were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Really brilliant. I mean, you've said it took you a while to get used to yeah. uh, Corinne Tucker's voice, but once you once you realise that actually it is a beautiful thing and so powerful. That, the, the, the key phrase that it's powerful, but it's emotional. Yes. The power comes from the depth of the emotion. She crams into yeah, every yeah. syllable. She means it, man. She certainly does. <laughs> yeah. So, what were your highlights from the set then? What have you, what have you noted down? Uh, well, do you know, I, I, I'm not. Even, I, I, I put in here, it's like a latter-day Susie Quattro. And I think that, <laughs> wow. that is a wrong reference. That, 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 is, is, that is underselling it. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, there were loads of the song. Uh, uh, six Cities We Love, which isn't called that, of course. <laughs> no, no Cities to Love. No Cities to Love. Yeah. But no. the one that really struck me was No Anthem. Yeah, you said that, yeah. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, do. I'll tell you why. Because do. there was a lot of, as you said, emotional power, anger... Clearly, there's a political point of view there, but it wasn't clear a lot of the time what that was because it's hard to decipher the lyrics. If you don't know the song, exactly. it's, it's quite quite difficult to understand. But yeah. but you could tell that they that they were angry or that they were meaningless. Yeah. But it didn't always pick up. But this one you did pick up. But is that what did. you said? No anthem. And yes. as it went in, you thought, hold on, what they're saying here is don't have anthems. We don't need anthems. The sort of mentality that generates us to to goose step behind flags and sing anthems yeah. as, as uh, Corrie yeah. said to her at the end of the song power sucks well there you go and, and interesting ironically enough I thought a lot of the songs were quite anthemic <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it's a lot of unintended consequences <laughs> but, uh, let's have a little look at the, the list 
uh, of songs. We should we should mention some of the the, the songs that they played. Yeah. Um, some of the, the older songs they they played. Um, light light rail coyote. Jumpers. Jumpers. Yes, that was that was a highlight, wasn't it? They played dig. Well, the last. Encore. Should we just talk encore for a moment? Let's talk encore because uh, they they played the last song they played was Dig Me Out, uh, yeah. which was fantastic. But before that, they played uh, Let's Call It. Was it called Let's Call It Love? Uh, which is was yes, a sort of a fairly long instrumental yeah. bit to it, which they yeah. really can rock out. They're, they're, generally, the songs are two or three minutes long. Yeah, um, but this one was a lot longer, and uh, there was guitar playing, rolling on the ground, all yeah. sorts of uh, things going on. A tremendous act. Tremendous act. There's a rave girl going on. Well, you've said that, yeah. And, <laughs> and the other thing that, that I noted, I mean, I, I said at the beginning of the pod that I, you know, I know the Dig Me Out album very well, the rest of it not so well, although, you know, I, I recognise quite a lot of the songs. The new songs, though. Yeah. I mean, this, is a, this is a band, let's, let's remember, this is a band who've reformed after eight years. Yeah. Um, they've had a, a back catalogue that, that could be held up as, as being fairly... Perfect, you know, it's it's developed seven, seven album perfect back catalogue, yeah. And here's the new album, and you think, oh, you know, it could go either way. Surely they can't. Actually, that. That, I would say the new songs stood out for me, and maybe it's because I, I've been listening to them a bit more than anything else, but all the new songs that they played yeah. uh, were yeah. just great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know what else they did in the encore? And is it a song, did they call Give It Up? Yes. Were Kareem? takes, walks on, picks up a microphone, other people play the guitar, and she gives it some. I actually thought that in the, in the first bit, first sort of quarter of the year, she looks a bit tense, but she really started to loosen up, and she she's did, dancing yeah. and jumping, uh, and then when she did that, it was quite surprising, because she's got some stagecraft. Oh, God, yeah. Well, it, it's understated presence, isn't it? Because, yeah. because as you say, I, I don't know if she was nervous, but she was, she was certainly, you know, not moving around she wasn't moving much, much. but... But you you were captivated by. It. I mean, yeah. the voice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But did you see? I mean, when I say stagecraft, uh, uh, descending to her knees and lashing the other woman's feet with her hair. Yes, that was very good. Wasn't that it? was quite. That was, that was very quite good, moving. Yes. That was very good. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, she got up to the front of the stage and said, "And said, you know, we've not been together for eight years, and it turns out we just hadn't grown up enough." Is that what she said? We haven't grown up enough, so that's why we're still in this band. Yeah. And he said, there's three things we stand for. It's respect, equality, and love. Yes. Give it up. Yes. And that's pretty moving. Well, give me love they played then, didn't they? So not give it up. Oh, that was, was give me love. But, but, wrong, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. your point still stands. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then there, there was the, uh, I say a sunny day sing-along. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're going to tell me what that song was. Yeah, that, that's called, uh, not, not Material Girl, that's the... the Modern Girl. Ah, right, okay. Modern Girl, yeah. That was a quieter song, wasn't it? With with uh, my my life's like a sunny picture or a picture on a sunny conviction day. Conviction of a sunny day. Pic- picture, picture on a sunny day. Was it picture, picture of a sunny day? I did think conviction. Picture, picture of a sunny day. I did think conviction of a sunny day didn't make sense. <laughs> that was very good, though, wasn't it? And yet I was still moved. And that was probably the, the biggest sing-along. Well, that was, that was all 2,000 people, apart from me singing the wrong words. They, they were all singing along and making sense of it. Yeah, 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 it was good. Well, you enjoyed yourself anyway, didn't you? <laughs> OK, so let's, let's finish with a song. Go on, now. I think we should play one off the new album, don't you? Because it, yeah. it is a tremendous thing. Fantastic, yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, I, I was most moved. The moment that captured me most, that yeah. put more hairs on the back of my neck... Yes, sat on the top of your head. Yes, 
was no anthem. Yeah, that was well, my moment. Well, you said you said that, and I and I, I respect I respect yeah. you. Well, it's a night for respect, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's very much. I mean, you respect all people, especially exiting the building. Wait, wait, yeah, be careful when you exit the building. Yes. You don't bump to people. No, don't bump. With, 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 don't who, bump. Who, who don't on, bump. Who are on crutches, <laughs> particularly? Don't bump. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, I think I think the reason that you're keen on no anthem is that it was one of the few songs that you yeah. knew the words to. Yeah. But actually, it should be pointed out that since we have left the venue, which is now what twenty minutes, twenty yeah. minutes, twenty-five minutes, it is uh, you have constantly been singing a song. Have you noticed? I have noticed that. Yeah. yeah. And the song that you have constantly been singing is "Surface Envy." Is that what it is? Yeah. So I think really you would be doing a disservice to the yeah. concert that's got into your head yeah. if we played anything else. Perhaps perhaps you know best and perhaps I should follow that, that advice. Th- Thanks very much for that. That's okay. So here it is then. Well, first of all, we should say go and see Slater Kinney. Go and see The Pins. Yeah. Um, and go and buy Slater Kinney's new album, uh, No Cities to Love, where you will be able to find this track, which is called Surface Envy. Envy. 